Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Everybody's on already? Yeah, Everybody you're last. Wow. Everybody but you, Bill. Ah, look at that! Hey. <laughs> How's everybody? Good, how are you? We're good, we're good. Here's Joe. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Joe. Hey. How are you doing? How are you? Great. How are you guys? Everybody's good. Yeah, you're getting a look. You're getting a look behind the curtain on how the sausage is made, huh? Of this, <laughs> this wonderful podcast. Who's making sausage? We're doing a hockey podcast. What sausage? Starving. <laughs> I could go for some sausage, actually. Now they say. <laughs> Starving. We got any sausage in here? Holy. So it's 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 like seventy five degrees out, and I see you have a blanket on. Is that the Florida in you now coming out? That's it. You know. <laughs> he is frozen right now. You talking yeah. seventy-five degrees? Yeah, it's it's. Hello, it, Casey. Oh. Hello. We're gonna He's be warm too. tomorrow. Hi. Yeah, we're gonna be warm. Hi. We're gonna be warm tomorrow. We're going to Texas. Oh wow! Oh, For what? Uh, my my sister-in-law is gonna be ninety-six. Wow. <laughs> So we're going to Texas for uh, about a week, and then you know we'll be back. <laughs> nice. What part of Texas? Uh, in Austin. Oh, nice! I hear oh, lovely things about Austin. Yeah, and they have they have a pool, and uh, so we'll be we'll be okay. Nice. Because it's really hot down there. Yeah. <laughs> swimming, huh? Nice. Gotta love that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! I can't can't believe you've got a beard. Well, it's I'm talking to Steve. You got a beard? Nah, just a little scruff. More scruff. I'll get under the razor uh -huh. tomorrow. I'll get under the razor tomorrow. Lost a lot more hair. Uh huh. So did I. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Tom? Very well, thank you very much. Florida misses you. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll see you in Florida sometime. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. <laughs> Florida are you? I, I think I asked. We are in Fort Pierce on the East Coast. Fort Pierce? So, yeah. So it's almost directly across. <laughs> yeah. Almost directly across. Yeah. Well, you guys have a good time. Thank you. It was nice to see, well, you. Nice to see you. Take care, Hello, Joe. Nick. Hey, Joe. Bye. See you later, Joe. <laughs> Bye. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because Episode 29, Friends and Rivals Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me as always are Steve Wojtwitz. Bill Fougere. Nick Larita. Very blah name call. Yeah. I, I brought the energy, man. Blah. Very blah. Yeah. I mean, I am not the the leader of the podcast, nor am I a main character. So I don't even know why I get to go first. Well, second, uh, I should say. Someone has someone has to go first. Well, it's it, to me, it's it, it's just a Brady Bunch rotation. So, on the Zoom call, you got the quad box. You're just next in line. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm not going to bring the energy like, if I don't get a top billing. That's like being a Mickey Mouse organization. Oh, we don't know anything about those guys. Mickey Mouse organization. Before we get to any hockey stuff, I mean, who, who's here for that anyway? Um, over the weekend, I was in Walmart, just walking around with my son, looking for, for things. 
and I'm waiting at the end of the aisle because I need assistance from a Walmart employee. So somebody was going to get one and I was just sitting there waiting and then poof, somebody walks by me. And you ever get that? You kind of look at somebody, you're like, the person had the mask on and I looked at him and I'm like, where the fuck do I know you? And your brain just goes through the file cabinet and goes, oh, here it is. And at that moment, but he stopped and was like, what is this guy looking at? Why is he staring at me creepily? <laughs> and I went, I, I, was, I was starstruck in awe and I extended my hand and said, I don't, I don't mean to bother you. I just want to let you know I'm a big fan. How you doing? He shook my hand. He was very cordial. I met Martin St. Louis in a Walmart in Wesley Chapel, Florida. Just, to, just to clarify, because yeah. it, the intro went uh, a little long. He's not a Walmart employee now, right? No, definitely Like you said, not. You, you sent for help yeah. and then he showed up. No, he Here. just happened to be walking by with the cart. Uh, he and his wife, I guess, I think uh, later on Twitter, I saw that he posted it was his son's uh, 18th birthday. Um, so I Oh, only the best for Martin no, St. Louis' 18-year-old son. Was, no, it didn't look like any presents were in there. They were, they were hunting for food uh, and other barbecue okay. items. Six-day expired meat. <laughs> Why didn't they just call Nick? He's a master barbecue. Well, I know, they could have roasted a whole pig. But uh, I, I would have thought I, the whole point of, of, be, of being a millionaire was that you don't have to go into Walmart ever again. I just, if I had money, right? I would not be near a Walmart in any state of the union. How did you not tweet out either Martin St. Louis doesn't know how to plan to have a party or Martin St. Louis obviously doesn't have Amazon Prime? <laughs> One of those two things has to be true. It's probably pl the, probably the planning because I'm sure he has Amazon Prime. I'm, I'm absolutely sure. But I introduced so, my son to him. I, my, my son Ryan was with me. Um, I introduced my son to him. I said, listen, he's a member of the Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. He, uh, he's a Hart Trophy winner. Hall of Famer. You know, I, I, I failed to mention that. And, and he was on the, the Rangers run in 2014, which was very special to me. I let him know that. And uh, then... Did he, look, did he look happy that somebody recognized him? Like... He was uh, hockey players uh, are usually really cool. He was and he said, with a mask on. You recognize him. God he was sakes. incredibly awesome. He stood there and answered and was cordial and talked to my son, talked to me. He was so super nice. And he didn't leave until I was kind of done until I was like, all right, I bothered you enough. Please go about your day. But he just, he was just there taking it. So I can, sure? this is the he point wasn't working the, there. I can, What'd you say, Nick? So you sure he wasn't working there? Uh, he, maybe he's a reader. <laughs> I don't know, but but I we we start talking about Hanes underwear being on sale. Talk, no, we start talking about the the cup run in fourteen, um, and we went through you know the beating the oh, fires. Jesus. Beating the oh wait, Did, you didn't no, you didn't bring up his dead parent, right? Didn't one of his no, parents die? I, I, oh, I, I, was, I was gonna say, thank God your mom died, so you can rally around. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Wow. I just started going. He said, you know, we, we may have lost, you know, in five games, but every game was close. A couple of games went to overtime. Dan, Dan Girardi could have happened to anybody. I start bringing up such negative things when I talk to celebrities 
that I just can't talk about happy things. I have to bring up the negative impacts of, of a series other than, yeah. hey. Don't talk about the copy one. Talk about the one he lost. Good call. I, I can't talk, like, can you record an intro for our podcast? Or, hey, do you want to be on our podcast? Or anything positive, I you know, or being in the Hall of Fame. I can only talk about Dan Girardi coughing up the fucking puck in, in overtime of game one. That's hey, Alec. Talk about with the poor guy. Hey, Alec Martinez, what do you think, huh? He really oh. fucked us. At that, I even said that. I'm like, Alec, I can't even watch Alec Martinez. I get, I get nauseous every time I see him. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you for the rest of his time in Walmart, he knew exactly where you were and he avoided going in that <laughs> aisle. No way, impossible, impossible. I don't even recognize my wife when she's wearing a mask and you picked out Martin <laughs> St. Louis. Well, Tom, Tom oh, has, a, a, has a knack for, uh, for, for stalking uh, some shorter NHL players from like quite a distance away. This is not the <laughs> like, first time like that this like, has happened. Like when? <laughs> like 1996? Was no, it? No, it was 2000. Where, what was the, it? No. Uh, whatever, 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 what, yeah, what year was Theo Fleury in the Rangers? Until like 2002. Well, whatever year that was. I could be getting wrong on that, by the way. Someone fact checked me on that. But, well, well look, me, but me. Go ahead, tell that story while we do. It was it was me, Billy, and Billy's wife, Jen. We were up to watch the Rangers at the practice facility in Rye at Rye Playland when they actually did practice there. And um, practice had gotten, had finished. We were, you know, looking for autographs. So um, at the corner of my eye, I see a car speeding out of the parking lot and it's Theo Fleury. <laughs> I turned to Billy and I said, that's Theo Fleury's car. Follow him. So Billy did. And we, we followed Theo Fleury to a, it was, it was a pharmacy. And I'm sure I'm leaving details. You had it a little bit wrong what, what because, because we did not see Theo Fleury speed out of the parking lot. We, we had just gotten through getting whatever autographs we were getting and we got in the car and we were driving away and we were driving through an intersection and you spotted him going into a pharmacy across the street to the right. I'm like, like how the hell did you recognize anybody from Magic. this far? I didn't even think it was really him. And sure enough, <laughs> he made us go into the parking accurate. lot. Made us go into the parking uh, lot and chase him in there. What do you and, mean? I and, didn't make you do anything. I merely suggested that we go to the parking lot. Then we go inside. And we sure did. And, and we, we sure went can. inside. And was it Theo Fleury? There he was, like a deer in headlights. It was Theo Fleury. Oh, uh, just before, just before his substance abuse issues had come no, out. I was going to say, did you a shot, a shot while you're there? <laughs> just like, here's some beer. You want some? It just happened. It just, we just happened to find them there. That was really it. Flurry's run with the Rangers was from 99, 2000 to 2001, 2002. Okay. So this so, was okay. probably in the 2000, 2001 season. Yeah. It right was before he went to, right before he went to the substance abuse center. So, so we didn't. I didn't cause his substance abuse. I'm just going on record, right? I, I didn't cause his substance abuse. He was already. Could have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I think he was in the pharmacy already. What are you talking about? I think Bill brings and up a the great point. He's a crazed fan. I think Bill brings up a a good point. Why don't you stalk NHL players that are taller than you next time? Why do they always have to be shorter than you? Like comically uh, short, right? I mean, it just that's the, just the way it happens. 
Seriously, did did St. Louis neck hurt after looking up at you? Well, I mean, I mean, I am I am a big tall guy at five eleven, and uh, he is a five five four. He's not five, five four. Hell out of here! Five, five, yeah, what what is he actually? There's always been those rumors. Like, what is he off the skates? What what is his? No, he was he was, he was like he was like Steve Height, maybe oh. a little shorter. So five five nine, five eight five nine. I I would I would have I would have pegged him at five seven. No doubt. I'm taller than five. Oh, you know For those of you listening ice. at home, I'm taller than five seven. No, you're not. Yes, <laughs> I am. Really? Five seven is really short, man. I might Do be. Do you think five... talking in a deep voice is going to make you sound taller? <laughs> I don't. I, I am under the weather. What is that about? I am. I am under the weather. <laughs> Listen to this voice. Does it sound like the voice of a short person? Oh my God! It's Lurch. <laughs> my goodness. But what are the odds that I meet Martin St. Louis at a Walmart of all places in Wesley Chapel, Florida? Pretty, pretty slim. Well, now, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You do know he lives where he lives. Well, yeah, I know I know where he's. And Tina says she's pretty sure you're 5'8", by the way. Oh, um, she, doesn't, she doesn't know what she's fucking talking about. And if she does that again, <laughs> she's going to get the hose again. Uh, what was, no, but he, where he lives, he lives closer, I think, anyway, I've heard rumors that he lives closer down Bruceby Downs. And there's a Walmart in between his house where he's, where I think he lives and the Walmart that he was actually at. So, Do you think he heard you were going to be shopping at this particular Walmart and that's why he went there? Did he I, see you pull into the Walmart and go, that's Tom Harkness. I have to turn into this parking lot real quick. No, but what's funny is, though, I recognize his wife because as Ryan and I were walking through this. Oh, my God. Things, she was like walking around, like aimlessly looking for things. And I was kind of a little scared of her. And I pulled Ryan back. At Hold on a second. Hold on a second. She was walking around aimlessly looking for things. Those are two different. Oh, I, I know that. I know that. But she was walking around as if she had no clue what she was looking for, but just looking at everything. She had never been in a Walmart before, I'm maybe, sure. Maybe, maybe they just, maybe they send people to Walmart all the time or order things off Amazon Prime. I've never been there, but. I know what we'll do today, honey. We're going to go to Walmart and shop <laughs> like the common people. But hey, listen, big uh, shout out shit. to my family. He was, he was such a nice guy and he's, stood there and listened to my banter for as long as I would talk. He probably would have sat I'm, longer and talked to me. I'm and having a terrible week, honey. Let's go to Walmart and see if anybody recognizes me even while I'm wearing my mask. So, you listen, and, and to end it, I said, listen, it looks like a shop with your wife. I don't want to take any more of your time. Thanks very much for stopping. I appreciate it. It was nice meeting you. Take care. How That's long fine. was the conversation? How long was the conversation? Uh three four minutes hours hours no no definitely wasn't hours it definitely was not hours how many times did he blink for help did he blink was it more than once uh he was on his sidekick page and i think his security guards so okay have sidekicks are they are are his side are his guards shorter than him are they like you know certifiable certifiably uh uh under it's the uh the lollipop guild 
Yeah. Poor, okay. poor Ryan just wanted to pick up some new Lego set and you're, no, this no. is Martin St. Louis. Don't you know who this guy is? He's an amazing hockey player. And no, he's like, he dad, I just want to get this Lego set. He, he, he brought over a $60 Lego set and said, Hey, I want to get this. I said, are you crazy? I'm not buying $60 Lego sets, but that did actually did happen. But Ryan is, is like, you, you mean you give him a famous person. He is just in awe. Yeah. He was just standing there. Like, even if they're not a YouTuber, even if they're not a YouTuber, did you did now when you got home, did you like, show him a video or did you go to YouTube and maybe show him a little video? No, he, you nope. just, nope. he just took your word for it. Yeah. And, and Jesus Christ, even to Ryan, after he left, I turned to Ryan and I go, listen, he was an undrafted free agent who was told he would never succeed in the NHL because of his side, because of his side and size is he's a Stanley Cup. Champion. He is a heart trophy winner and a hockey hall of famer. So showed them. Shout out to you, Marty St. Louis, if you're ever going to listen to this podcast. Big shout out to you, big guy. But I'm not the only one who's around NHL royalty this weekend. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, apparently, I I'm was rubbing elbows with some NHL, well, with an NHLer myself. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I, I was at a wedding this past weekend that was also attended by Mr. Ken Danico of the New Jersey Devils. Now, this is not the first time you have met Kenny Danico. No, it's not. He's uh, I'm a Jersey guy, so I'm bound to run into him like 10,000 times. You know? No, at the, at the O'Hara event. He's been, to, he's been to the O'Hara event like three or four times. Yep. That's the picture. That's, That's what he was wearing, by the way. And I left him alone. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't corner him in, a, in, in any part of the uh, uh, reception hall and, and make him talk to me or anything. Like that. So I just, did, any, did it seem like anybody was really doing that, though? Anyway. What do you uh, well, at least what, somebody at my table was, uh, and somebody who is now following our podcast. Shout out to my coworker Pete. Shout out who uh, who what up, Pete? definitely went up to uh, Ken and and, uh, and and was really proud of himself for for wrapping up his conversation with Mister Danico in like twenty seconds because uh, otherwise he was afraid he was going to gush over him since he's such a big Devils fan. So you, you had you had just you just said even if I did go up to him, what would I talk to him about? You have a hockey podcast you have you've played hockey before you've watched him play hockey yeah but i don't really like the devils i understand that you've been to the show o'hara out and you could have brought up that mutual you know mutual friends now rubbing elbows he would have hung out with you the whole night billy you need to learn how to rub elbows with very important ex-hockey players you i'm gonna take you under my wing I'm Just gonna yeah, follow up. Tom's lead, please. Yeah. Next time, next time you meet, yeah, if next it, time you see a hockey player, just call me. I'll direct you on what you need to, what you need to do. I, I think I understand because if it was a musician, if this was like somebody in the Neil Morse band, I'd, be, oh I'd, I'd be attached to him. I'd, I'd be like, like all over. Death like, Richter. It'd have to God. call security and, and all sorts of stuff like that. That's yeah, just a hockey player. Talk about people that would be happy to be recognized. <laughs> Anyone in the Neil Morse band would fucking be ecstatic to be recognized. Dude, dude Mike Portnoy is in the Long Island Musician Hall of Fame, too. So just don't even. And the Drumming Hall of Fame, for that matter. Come on. You almost made me speak myself. And he's beloved in Belgium. Yes. We know. Wait, so you didn't say hi to Ken Danico at all. You didn't, nothing. You know, the podcast didn't even come to your into your brain saying, hey, maybe we can, maybe, maybe he, we can get him drunk. Was he drinking? No. no, I didn't ask you, Steve. I asked Billy. It was, 
he was he, he, I think he was uh, you know uh, well, he he was smoking a cigar a few times so I I think anytime he got that itch he just got up and went out and smoked or whatever so you know I didn't see him at the bar. So, just for the record, Ken Danico is on Cameo. So, if we wanted to get a custom intro for him, a hundred. Well, you could have gotten one for free. Yeah. And Billy could have done it for well, how much free. Was Ma- is Martin and he didn't. Yeah, Talk yeah. amongst yourselves. But I, I, yourselves. I, don't understand, I don't understand why you didn't say, even say hello to Mr. Ken Danico. He seems so yeah, nice on TV. He was nice at all the O'Hara outings. I mean, I don't understand. I don't either. It just really didn't. Just uh, the the mood didn't strike me to go. I I was getting I was going around the the uh, reception finding coworkers I hadn't seen in over a year since we've all been locked down. So so it was better for me to catch up with some of them. Martin St. Louis is on cameo. A hundred dollars flat. Oh flat. Oh, not even one hundred and three dollars. So $100. Ken went one hundred and three because of the number three. Yeah, you know. No. Thank you. So I mean, are you Uh-oh. coming to the O'Hara outing in a couple weeks? Uh oh. Talking to me or, me? or oh, Bill. Bill. That guy. Bill. I don't know. What day is it again? You? The me? 30th? The 30th. Uh, June 30th or July 30th? June. June, June 30th. 30th. June 30th in a couple of weeks. I got to look into that. I don't know. All right. Look into that and let me know. Because if he's there, I mean, you got to go up to him at that point. Hey, I was at the same wedding you were. Now you have now you have an in to talk to Ken Danik. He doesn't need an in. What does he need an in for? That's what he's trying to tell you. He's got no desire to have any sort of relationship with Ken Danico. Not say hi? Nothing. You know, I, I don't want to get into names, but uh, he he was the favorite player of of somebody that we all know that was convicted and thrown in jail. I Who's probably <laughs> still in jail for a while. So I, I, I don't know if I really want to get Yeah. I don't know what, what he had to do with that, but. Even more of a reason to go talk to him. You can bring that up. <laughs> oh my God. That is, see, that's Tom Banter. That's what Tom would do when he runs into a celebrity. He would be like, oh God, you know, I had a friend and, and you were his favorite player and he's in jail right now for inappropriately touching people. But that's besides the point. But he's your favorite, <laughs> you were his favorite player. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you in a Walmart. <laughs> that's accurate. Just. Just to be clear, Ken Danico wasn't in Walmart. Ken Danico was at some reception hall for a wedding. Yeah, very nice one. Very beautiful. as well. Very well done. Very nice time. How do they know Ken Danico to invite him to his wedding? Is he a grandpa or something? The, the groom it works on the New Jersey Devils. Uh, I, I, the, uh, I think he, in production in the broadcast or something like that. He's he's on the, he's part of the TV production team, yeah. So it was... was, was Who's that guy? Mike Crispino? Not Mike Crispino. Steve Cangelosi there? Was he there too? And they're married! There might have been a... He does Red Bull games too, so there might have been a Red Bull game this weekend. Or just or just an excuse. Or just an Maybe. excuse of not to go. All right, well, that's... Uh, those two, two out of the four podcast hosts running into hockey icons over the weekend. Anything with you guys? Steve? One Hall of Famer and one should be Hall of Famer. Mm. You guys met. Good job. Ken Danico. Get with it. No hockey players here. Stop being lazy. Go go find those NHLers. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look up uh, the Canes players and where they live. I'm just gonna go. Uh, you know, take the Tom approach and uh, stick it just out. Stalk them. Uh, you know, wait till they go into Walmart or Target. You know, they, they have some targets down here. <laughs> it's possible. Um, you know, 
and then just uh you know chloroform and uh you know question them for like 25 minutes <laughs> this is the attitude that we are looking for well done nick so i uh, watched a ho- i watched a hockey game this week does that count no don't okay so on to a segment that we call oh when the saints go marching in to tampa so game one um of the nhl semifinals is underway the uh icelanders from new york and the lightning of tampa islanders took game one uh we are currently in the midst uh in the second period of game two tampa just took a 2-1 lead on a palat goal um nick floor is yours yeah uh so yeah i was actually out the whole day and i can i play catch up on the game which was great because my dad was texting me the whole time and i'm like yeah awesome i can't watch the game so uh i ended up watching the i got the score uh kind of early well after it already happened and then uh you know watch the game afterwards but nevertheless Isles uh played you know real real well and um they played the type of hockey they got to play four games out of the seven to beat the tampa bay lighting they got to play like that perfect kind of hockey that style um they recover turnovers make big saves uh, you know, scoring opportunities they need to score on. Uh, the only thing they didn't do uh, was, uh, you know, uh, it was a goal in the last minute of the game on a power play. Um, you know, kind of one of those calls that probably didn't want to have happen right the last minute and a half of the game. But otherwise, pretty pretty much a perfect game. Niles uh, played exactly what they needed to do. And, um, you know, it was a lot of hitting, a lot of a lot of real sharp plays, but the most important thing for Isles was keeping Kucherov's line off the off the, the board. Um, that's that's key to the series is, is that shutting that line down, just like we did for the uh, the Bergeron line in, in the Bruins series. Um, you can't keep them off every game, uh, evident by tonight's game, um, but you do have to keep them off the score sheet as much as you can. That that line is just really really good, and um, you know the. Uh, the rest of their, their, their group is not going to do as they're not as they're pretty, I think would say they're, they're a little more of a human, not a human team, but like, you know, they're, they're a little more down to earth, I guess, than to the rest of the, the league when that line is not scoring everything up because Kucherov point, those guys are, they're, they're good. They're real good. And I think uh, they showed a stat that line only had like two shots on goal in the first game. Yeah, I think I said th- I thought it said three. It could have been three. Game, okay. Earlier in this game, they, they were mentioning it. And I was like, Jesus, that's all they had. That was a, so. So that's the, the the blueprint. They got to keep them off the board completely and make the other lines, you know, break them down, right? Um, but game two is where we are now, and you know, they started very physical, very yeah. physical. There were seven penalties in the first period, at least. Um, they made the point of it because there were seven in the whole game last game. Uh, right off the bat, Tampa trying to take uh, Isles off their game and, and, you know, change it up, which they should. They should totally do that. It's the right play. You know, get physical, make your team, you know, play your game. And uh, and so far, this has been a very different game from game one. Kucherov's got two points already, both assists. The last one was one of those plays that he just delayed, delayed, and made the third pass. Um, and he does with it what he does best, and that's, uh, you know, make these ridiculous – passes that just set up his guys real easily so um it, we'll see how the rest of this game goes but nevertheless uh, Isles got to they really got to push uh their their game off as much as they can and get 
It, it was it'd be nice if they get win obviously two in Tampa, but winning one at Tampa was all I hoped for. To be honest, that was that's a huge thing to win away. Um, they're gonna have a hard time playing against us in, at home. Uh, full house next two games. They announced ninety nine percent capacity at the barn, so it's gonna be super loud. Nine percent capacity. I don't know what the one percent is. I it doesn't make any sense to me why they they put that way, but whatever. That makes as much sense as the coaches wearing masks behind the bench. Ah, that is a great, yeah. I, I, why? What, what's the purpose? I, I, after, after the last series, they took the mask off in, in the handshake line, and they were hugging everybody else on the opposing team. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. What, if they're going to have them coaches wear the masks behind the bench, they have to do it through the handshake line too. Yeah, it doesn't I, make sense. I, it's, it's, at this point, <clears throat> it's absolutely fucking absurd. I would, I think I would like to see the Islanders take the Penguins approach. So the Penguins, when they were really on their successful run, never got involved in those post-game scrums. They never took that extra penalty. And the Islanders really have to be disciplined and start to do that. Don't take that extra penalty during the scrum. Good point. Because uh, Mayfield ended up getting. You could, uh... you could never, you could never engage one of the Penguins after the whistle. Right. They they were so discipline they would always just skate away yeah so that's a good point because uh, in this time here early in the game Mayfield ended up getting uh taken into a penalty with, uh, uh Maroon I think it was in Tampa basically just Maroon yeah. just held him until you know Mayfield finally like pushed back and basically they had a whole uh you know uh, they got him two each which was and pretty then they wound up and then they wound up taking a penalty after that to give up to yeah. give Tampa a four on three right yeah. yeah exactly and so that was like that was playing right into what Tampa was trying to do there. They got rid of a defenseman, yeah. uh, a defensive defenseman who is, you know, our best penalty killer. They got him out penalty, of there, right. and uh, yeah, that that made it quite, quite uh, tricky. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think I think the this game's got two minutes left from what I can see in the in the game, in the, this period, and then the whole other period. So we, uh, they're, uh, they're already they already started the third period. That's how far <laughs> do, do you think somewhere um, David Cassidy is uh, grinning ear to ear after the uh, couple of the penalties the Islanders committed in the first period that they're not so that they are are still the Saints and uh, think, they're getting away oh, with murder? Has, I mean, listen, the defenseman has not found his smile the goalie. I mean, he did, and that was not a penalty at all. No. Um, that was a bad call by the ref, dude. I don't think that's a a dirty play intentionally. Uh, I think you because because you're hitting your guy a guy into your goalie. That's not what the defense was trying to do. Yeah, if he doesn't get shoved, he's not hitting the no. goalie. No, but he's not hitting the goalie normally. Point had a step on him, so he was trying to prevent him from yeah. scoring. That was literally what he was it trying. Was, to do. Yeah, he's trying to prevent exactly. I think he just lost sight where he the guy where he and the the, the player was before he, when he went to hit him, and uh, that was it. Turned out real bad. Barley had to come out for for concussion protocol. Looks like he ended up going back in, in the second period, but. Um, that was a bad call. Refs they made up a they had a later call that was kind of soft. I felt um, the other way. So, but I what, don't know. what have the Islanders been all year though? They've been disciplined, opportunistic, and when I they know. got on that power play, they scored. They scored a goal that that tied up the game at one. They the opportunity was handed to them and they tied the game. And that's a real big storyline for the Islanders in this playoffs is their opportunistic goal scoring. And we've, we've covered that at nauseum. It's, I think, it's I think big, there's big, that. Big, big. 
I think uh, the the, opportun the opportunistic play is, is one thing for the Islanders. I think the other thing is what we've been kind of alluding to with uh, them shutting down uh, Tampa's top line in, in game one. You know, I mean, the, the, the Kucherov line, now Kucherov just got back for the playoffs, but I mean, still any line with Kucherov. And then he got the, the Bergeron line, which is incredible with Marchand and Pasternak. And, and then the Crosby line, the, the series before. I mean, those guys, those... Those P and P guys uh, on the on the top defensive line are just shutting everybody down, and that's going to make the Islanders very very tough to beat. I I don't know that the competition's getting any better than than the Penguins and the and the Bruins. I mean, I, I don't think the Lightning are I think the Lightning are obviously have a great goaltender and, and some great offensive guys, but I, I overall I don't think uh, the way that team is constructed, I don't think they're a, a tougher opponent than the Bruins and the Penguins were. I, they're they're just keep on rolling along and. And, uh, you know, for I, Tom, I know you hate to hear because it it's making you sick, but I think the Islanders are going to be extremely tough to knock out of those playoffs if, for, for two reasons. I, I don't think you can get behind them in a game and have any hope of coming back. And I don't think you can get behind them in a series and have any hope of coming back. Like, I, I think if you're in the next round, you've got you to win game one and you gotta, and you got to maintain some kind of pressure on, on the Islanders to come back if you're ever going to beat them in a series. Well, based on what Billy's saying, I think I got a new team to back. No, go away. <laughs> yes. 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 No, I can't do it to Nick. 946 on the 15th of June. Can't do it to Nick. Stick with Montreal. Wouldn't be fair. Wouldn't be fair. Wait. Even when you said you were back in the Jets and then you backed out. Look what happened to them. I'm a huge, I am a huge Pete DeBoer fan. So let's go Vegas. Oh shit! Fuck. Well, here comes a. Oh, it's, coming back again. It's over for whoever plays from the de facto Western Conference Finals. <laughs> well, hey, hey. Speaking of 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 former uh, Vegas Golden Knight coaches, uh, the Rangers have themselves a new head coach finally in Gallant, and uh, it's three point five million a year. Is that good for coaches? I don't even know what coaches make nowadays. I think that's a good salary. Yeah, I think that's pretty hot. Yeah, it keeps, yeah. keeps you from having to shop at fucking Walmart. <laughs> it certainly Maybe. does. It certainly does. Well, I, it, are there are there a lot? There's not a lot of WalMarts in New York City anyway. He had to make a lot of money in, in Tampa. I'm he, looking that up right now. He had to make like sixty mil or something. Marte St. Louis career that. earnings. Oh yeah. He's $55.5 million. How much is That's in it. Tampa? That's it. I thought That's it was more it. than that. That's it. How much in Tampa? Oh, I thought it was more than that. But that's just on his NHL salary, not in, no endorsements or anything else like that. No, that's, yeah. I mean, that's just. Yeah, but hockey players don't get like a lot in endorsements. I mean, unless you're. It's not whatever he's made as a greeter. No, they get local endorsements. So, I mean, add another couple mil on Miller two per year which, you know, sorry, sucks to be them, right? Um, but this was the Rangers' first choice. Um, I know that they were waiting to see how things played out with either Brenda Moore uh, or either with Mike Sullivan, but I don't think either of those guys are moving. And um, Gallant was the, was the clear number one choice. I am actually very happy that they did not choose Rick Tockett. I was never yeah. a Rick Tockett fan. No. Um, didn't really like the way he operated down in Arizona. Um, and I don't think he would would have been a good fit in New York. Um, there are some interesting things, though. One of the interesting things is 
Gallant didn't have a face-to-face meeting with uh, Dolan. So uh, we got to see how that plays out. So um, who, who does the hiring in this? Was this Drury's pick? This was all Drury. And it was, it was said in the paper that as soon as the job was offered to him, he immediately accepted. There wasn't, let me go back and, and talk it over. It was immediate that he's, he said, absolutely, yes, let's, let's do it. And then Brooks put out an article about Yager and how the team's going to love him and all the superstars are going to react to him. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Um, and they're also saying that the Eichel trade talks are calming down. Thank God. Thank God they're calming down, which kind of means that they're going to trade for him like soon. <laughs> but God, I really, really hope that does not happen. I think it's a, a great, I think it's a great signing for them. I think it really shows they're taking the next step. Like this is now you, now you've got to be a very competitive team, a, a solid playoff team, you know, a second round, third round team with him as the coach. Yeah. And, and it also says this is the end of the rebuild. And we, we, we started texting a little bit about how long should a normal rebuild take? <clears throat> Right, because the last time the Rangers made the playoffs was 2017, 2018. Um, so it's been three years and the rebuild is over. Three or four years and the rebuild is over. So I did just a little bit of research uh, and I did it based on the Penguins and the Blackhawks. I figured those were the two best case scenarios to base this off of. The Penguins missed the playoffs for four straight years. During those four straight years, they were able to draft Malkin and Crosby. Yeah, well, they got lucky on the Crosby thing. And then he should have been a Ranger. Well, three the, years the NHL was always fixing that. Yeah. And then three years later, they won a cup. So they missed the playoffs for four years, made the playoffs two years with not much success, and then the next year won the cup. The Blackhawks missed the playoffs for five years, which led to them getting Taves and Kane. And then two years later, they won a cup. Well, and, and we also have this team right now, the, the, the Islanders. Nick, from, from their rebuild to where they are now, I, I, I don't did – they, did, when, did, when did they go through a rebuild last? Yeah, so no. it was actually 2008 when they kicked off the rebuild, the official rebuild. There was literally nothing in the, in the cupboard. No, the draft picks were terrible for years. Murray absolutely destroyed that franchise's, um, you know, everything they had in terms of uh, young players. Uh, to the point where, like, there was like nobody on the team from from Milbury's uh, picks or anything. And a couple of years after, after it was gone. I mean, only guy I think that was on the team after a couple of years was basically uh, Franz Nielsen, who was like a seventh or eighth round pick at that time. He was a pretty late, late pick. And uh, essentially, from 2008 all the way through to about, uh, we're going to say the rebuild ended about 2012 when we made the playoffs. Um, so one, two, three, four, about four to five seasons, really, um, you can make the argument. Um, and then from there, uh, they, they ended up, having a basically a really shitty year in 2013 when they got another top five pick, but the, the, the rebuild really ended the year before. So they, they making the playoffs was really in a shortened season in 2012, 2013. 
uh, year. That was, uh, I think, the fourth or fifth year. Fifth year of fourth year. Of, fourth year of Tavares. I, I, I was I was pegging three to five years somewhere. Yeah, so we were we were we were in the range of five years, and I I thought it was longer, but it's just that we had this dip again, and then came back up. And then they just could not get past the second round. And they finally yeah, fired. Look, look teams Capuano. can go through a rebuild. Yeah. Make the playoffs and then go th- immediately go through another rebuild without actually calling it a rebuild. Well, the Isles actually didn't go through another rebuild. They just, they just had the same guy, same core. Um, they're really young. Now, now you're seeing the, the kind of like uh, the it guys. It took like, five years for them to develop into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, so like jo- the core of the team is Josh Bailey, Brock Nelson, you know, those guys uh, who were homegrown players who were both picked in 2008 and 2010, I think Brock was uh, picked. Um, you know, the defensemen, three defensemen uh, in Pollock, Pellick, uh, Mayfield, they're all in the same original, you know, kind of rebuild time frame. Um, you know, we had Devon Taves, who ended up obviously not staying with the team, but a lot of homegrown players. And now you got the next wave of guys coming in with Dobson, Sorokin, Wallstrom. Um, they actually ha- obviously had some some nice pickups. And uh, oh, I forgot Honors Lee, who you know, late pick in uh, two thousand nine, same year as uh, Tavares. Who knew that he would be end up being the captain over Tavares? But nevertheless, all these guys slowly just kind of made their way up, and next thing you know, they're um. They're all uh, now is the time that they're winning, but they're all turning thirty ish, you know. So we're we're, we're kind of like in that phase where they have to start winning now, and so it's pretty obvious from the last two years with with Trots with the second round, you know, exit conference finals exit last year, and now we're in the conference finals again. So this is kind of their this their, is the run. This is the peak right run. here. Yeah, it's going to be you know they'll probably keep the team together for the next couple of years regardless of how the outcome. Um, but you know how it goes every year. It's basically, you're slowly going back, you know, you're, you're not as good as you would, you were before because you got, you know, more and more contracts are going up in terms of money yeah. and you have to tr- move guys. So like we have moved Taves this year, next, this coming up year, who knows what happens with, with the, with Seattle's expansion draft. Hopefully they take somebody that's, uh, got contract, you know, I got, got length and term, uh, that we can afford to lose, but. You know, it's uh, it's gonna be tough. Like, keep we have to pay Adam Pellick, and we gotta pay um, Arzal in a couple of years. Uh, it's gonna be uh, expensive, so they gotta make some changes and figure out how to keep that that the team, the core going. That's gonna be tricky. I agree, Steve. How long has the Devils been in a rebuild? That's a great question. Because <laughs> when I think, do you... I think I think they did. I think they peaked, and then they hit another rebuild. That's exact. Two it's two rebuilds. So the second rebuild, if we say the second rebuild started in the, the year Heischer was drafted first. So I guess that's 17, yeah. 18. So we're, we're getting close to that four-year mark for that. Because the year prior to that, you had the Hall. That, that Hall, no, you didn't have Hall yet. No. 17, 18 was Heischer's rookie season was Hall's MVP year. But right, I think then, that then was... Even though they made the playoffs, I think that was still considered year one of the rebuild because they were cleaning out older players and bringing in younger players at that time. And that's what I would consider the rebuild starting. So you don't think the rebuild started after they made the final? In 2012? Yeah. No, because they, they still had Parisi and they still had Kovalchuk at that point. No, would they, they And lose then Kovalchuk, 
and then Kovalchuk retired and Parisi left. And that's, yep. you know, that's when the first rebuild started. And then again, the second rebuild, I would put in the, in the Heischer first year. That wasn't 13 when they went after, that was after the 13 season or that was prior to the 13 season? What was? With Parisi and, and. That uh, was after they, they were on that team. They were both on that team. Parisi was the captain of that 2012. No, I know that. But after that season, that's where Parisi left. No, I think he was one more year and then he left. All right. So they're they're right in that four four to six year window that both the Penguins and Blackhawks went off. It's you know they're still a season or two away from that. And that four year period between thirteen and seventeen, you wouldn't have called a rebuild at all. Again, like you're saying, I think it was two different rebuilds. I think right. they tried. I think they tried to rebuild on the fly, so to speak. Right, as where, blowing it up and right, exactly where they brought in some brought in some names, but still tried to you know, like Nick said, replenish the, the farm system. And then they realized that that wasn't working. And they were like, we've just got to blow it up and definitely just rebuild from the ground up. So you're hitting on that four-year mark now. Where are you going into an offseason where you got a ton of cap space? A ton of cap space. You have a lot of options out there. Um, they have to make the playoffs this year? Are you and, – and again, I mean, I hate your coach. I fucking hate him. Cool. Can't hate him. I, I just don't I, I don't understand how he's how I'm <clears throat> I'm bringing the same mindset I brought this year which was I just want them to be competitive the last month of the year be fighting for a spot the last month of the year if you don't make the playoffs that's okay but don't be one of the top five draft picks next year be fighting for the playoffs the last month of the season it would definitely be um, it would definitely be good and if we asked who your who the devil's marketing person is we, we've had um, a conversation before on the <laughs> podcast. We've I had it. I had season tickets back in the '90s, and it was a thing even back then that they have always had the worst marketing department in the history of commercialism. You you brought this to my. I mean, and Stan Fischler. I mean, I, I, he's still alive. Stan Fischler, who thought the Devils were going to draft Capo Caco, he he said that publicly that they were going to draft Capo Caco instead of Jack Hughes. He's a smart guy. Um, but how do the devils put out an article praising Mark Messier for the guarantee in 1994? How does this come out of, at a, a devil's website and how do they let the Maven write an article like this? Look, he's a hockey historian. He's very well respected. I mean, God bless him, but Jesus Christ, you're, you're, you're writing for the Devils and you write an article about how Mark Messier torched your team in game six? Someone just took what he said and goes, oh, he writes for us. I'll just tweet that out. Oh, my yeah. God. Devils Twitter was definitely in a fury over that. I, it was literally a Rangers article. Yes. It was, it was nothing there was, other than Bill Garrett saying a couple of things. Right. It was it was the first paragraph was devils related, and then the next 10 paragraphs were all pro Rangers. I I I don't get it. I don't get it. Look, they, they some comical stuff out there, the, the devil's Twitter, and I kind of like it. But with this kind of stuff, they're as smart as a sack of wet mice. He's got an excuse, especially because he's like 110 years old now. I can I can see why he would write that and submit it. But somebody's got to be taking a closer look and maybe doing a little editing or saying, ah, maybe this isn't right for us. I mean, publish it somewhere or whatever. So I think it's two different departments, too. I think Devil's Twitter is one group. And 
this was done on the devil's website and just the link was tweeted through the through the twitter so it wasn't like i don't think devil's twitter account person doing this i think it was somebody from the website who just sent that link out social media falls under marketing all this falls under marketing sorry so i don't know get your shit together devil's twitter devil's media devil's marketing get your they made it they made it right today by inking nathan bastion to that deal yeah sorry that wasn't an agenda item how did i miss that we'll just glance right over (laughs) but it would have been like the same thing that like the rangers writing an article about how brodor torched them in the late 90s yeah it doesn't that would make zero sense ever happen and I don't, for the life of me. And if I it did slip through, if it did slip through, how quick would that person be let go? They they should be filing for unemployment today. That 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 tweet would have been taken down, and Dolan would have <laughs> wrote a letter, tracked them down. Them <laughs> oh yeah, don't called them out by name. Oh my god, that person would literally. Oh my god, no, I can't even say that. That's wrong. Of me to say. They would be banished from the garden forever, like Anthony Mason. It was Charles Oakley, but I mean, Mason's dead. Yeah. So, well, uh, so he ain't going to the garden Mason. either, is he? Uh, so he's back from the garden. Saying, what's that? What'd you say, Bill? Bill said he's flowering the garden. I, I was saying the same thing. I said, I said, no, I said, then he's banned from the garden. Can't, can't bring dead people through the garden. Is, is that a rule? Do they have to have it's a, they would have to have a ticket. I mean, if you, if you brought somebody, someone's last wish on earth, right? Or even their, their, their dying wish was, Take my ashes, my remains, and bring them to the garden one more time for one more game. That's literally bringing a dead person to a to a game. Tom, we're the hundred and fifty third rated podcast. I don't think we talk about such topics. We're too good for that. We are too good. For I thought that. you were. I thought where you were going, it was like a more of a weekend at Bernie scenario. Where, where we, <laughs> that would that would have been better. That would have been better. Down. <laughs> Could do that too. That you're right. That is so much better. Third God. period's underway, baby. God damn. I don't know. I'm still in end of the in the first intermission. Go Isles. Go. Over for my team. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's now time for everybody's not so favorite segment. It's trivia with Bill. Yeah. Uh, thanks. All right. So today's question from the world of the NHL is who was the leading scorer in the 1992-93 playoffs and for extra credit how many goals and assists did this person have 92-93 that was the year the la kings and canadians played in the final good recall right off the bat very nice Uh, if i recall the habs were just a ridiculous overtime team that year um, 10 overtime wins in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I Wouldn't it be too easy? Season. Wouldn't it be too easy just to say Gretzky? It wasn't Gretzky. It, it wasn't Gretzky. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say John LeClaire. I'm going to say Yari Curry. Yari Curry? Wasn't he on that Kings team? Wasn't he on that Kings team? Yeah, but he was like 800 at the time. So was Wayne. He was like fucking Stan Fischler old. Probably not because he played for the Rangers after that, which was fitting. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't remember. I can't remember if if he played on the team, this team at the time. But I'm thinking Vincent Dampus. Is he 
I'm not sure. He was he was a rookie? I think he was more ninety five. Was it any of those? Name, was it any of those three? Was it any of those three? Uh, wait, what were the three? Because Steve all I heard was oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, no, because I heard the name Wayne Gretzky, ever. but I heard somebody say it wasn't Wayne Gretzky. It was Wayne Gretzky, by the way. I told you, you That's fucking jerk. You made me not pick Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> All right, but I'm gonna say the point total. Uh, no, he only said the goal was. He played, he played 24 games, so if you want to, okay. if you want to use that as something to help build your estimate. S- seven goals, 21 assists, 28 points. No. What? Wow, really? Higher. Higher. Oh, oh, I would say 40 points. I don't know. I would. I'm gonna say 10 30, goals. 32 points. He had 12 goals and 20 assists. One of you had the point total exactly correct. Nick. Now, Tom, Nick, do either of you want to change your answer? No, I think yeah, I think I'm going to go with Nick's point total. I think Nick had the point. Uh, 40 points. 40, 40 points. I'll say seven and thirty-three. Goals. Thirteen goals. Yeah, I would. I, I, that's that's very close. That was a very nice job. Uh, Forty points. It was fifteen goals and twenty-five assists. Wow. They have, have two. They have two hat playoff season. They didn't fucking win it. Jesus. That was that's crazy. He kept on going to overtime. No, because Desjardins kept scoring friggin' overtime goals. Desjardins. That's who I was thinking of, man. Not Dan Fouse. Fuck. Was Dan Fouse on the team at the time? I if he was, he was. I, I always thought of him as a Maple Leaf, but I don't know. I had him as the Sharks, and I thought Montreal, but I could be. I, I'm thinking like NHL 1993 when I play as a kid, and I'm like, who am I thinking of? You're right. It was Desjardins. That's who I was really thinking of. That was that was great. All right, that wasn't that bad. I guess. That was. I mean, that was better. That might have been the best trivia question yet. I think that's it was. That was... Get it. That's because I didn't get it from those cards. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, went, I went freelancing. Boo. Oh no! You you gotta <laughs> stick to the shit cards that I mean the great cards that you that you got. You can, I mean we had my mom on before the podcast. You could have just thanked her for those. Oh my, for disappointment. I'm already there. How does that go in? How does that go in? Uh, like you got a clear lane. Did someone deflect that? I don't know. No, look at that. There's right around Bailey. Bailey was right in front of him. It was his own guy's screen. I don't know. I didn't get to the replay. Yet. Oh, and it was, it, it's a, it was a perfect shot. Yeah, I'm sure. It was right in the corner. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful Again, shot. A well-placed shot will beat a goalie all the time. Yeah. And and you're right. Bailey would. Was, no, was you couldn't see around Bailey. No. And that you're right. That was a perfect shot. Wow. That was ridiculous. Oh, nice like shot. Me out there. Yeah, serious. Screen in the goalie. Yes, that I was I was gonna do that. Now for everybody's actual favorite segment, impressions. It's impressions with Nick. Now, Nick, All right. This is a treat for us, right? We're we're gonna this is long. This has some legs to it, doesn't it? So we're gonna have a two week a two week uh, uh, parlay here. It's going to be a little bit of a prize as well to the winner of this two week. Can we, can, we, can we at least know what the stakes are? Steak, my God. Steaks? Steak. Mm. No, I can't. I can't send you. A, I could send you a steak, but you're not going to want it. How about some? Uh, you know, how about some frozen pulled pork from the? How pickles? about how about the next time Nick is in your area, he's got to make you dinner. 
I mean, that is, of course, on the table whenever you're in the area. I will make you some real North right. Carolina. This is I like June. it. June, this is episode 29, Friends and Rivals podcast. Uh, it's going to be launching June 16th. Nick clearly said that. Okay, don't take it out, Steve. Don't edit Got it. it. Nope. There you go. Uh, so here's the stakes. Winner of this segment, the next two weeks, total scoring for two weeks straight. Any on the NHL store. Your choice. I will mail it to you. Ooh. Pretty, pretty good. Ooh. Anything? Any hat? I said. Oh, hat. Any hat? Say anything. Anything? Yeah. He definitely, you, dude. For Tom, he cut <laughs> off. Unless, he cut out also, an optimal time for Tom. Right? I don't shop at Walmart with Martin St. Louis, and I don't have that kind of cash flowing around. So, anywho. All right. Here's the deal. Any hats made of solid gold? I checked already. There aren't. <laughs> You guys can't kill me that much. All right, here's the deal. This is going to be who said the line? You're going to get seven questions. Each question will be a multiple choice question. You'll have to write down A, B, C, or D. Do you have a scantron? I don't have a scantron. I I have a pencil. I will 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 do is I will read off the questions. I will read the answers. I'll read them up twice so you can, if you need the, the extra extra response, so you can re- get it in your in your brain, and then you will all, you guys will share answers with me already, and we'll I'll write them down and we'll be scoring as we go. When you all wait. Ready, you sound like a southerner already. Uh, so how does this last like two weeks then? I don't, I don't get that time. Because I'll do this for two weeks straight, and whoever has the most points after two weeks. So it's seven, Win. seven this week, seven next week. Yeah. So you're going to say it and we got to guess. Correct. Multiple choice. Multiple choice. All right. And we just blurred out the answer, right? No. <laughs> All right. Give us question number. We need like some, like something. That music in here. Hold on. All right. Go ahead. All right. Question number. I need to look for it now. Quote number one. Quote number one. We don't have to write down the question or the quote, right? We just have to write down the answer. That's all you need to write down. A, B, C, or D. All right? Or the name, whatever you want to do. I think that's, that's copyrighted. I don't know if we can do that. Mm, whatever. That music gets me all horned up. Thank nice. you. Because uh, it was a horn. Oh, I got it. All right, Nick. Go ahead. All right. Quote number one. Yeah, so they're probably, you know, the softest team we played against, you know, in this road trip. <gasps> you know, we should we should have those two points. I know who this is. All right. A, Joe Thornton. B, Michael Pekka. C, Ty Domi. D, Ryan Getzlaff. A, Joe Thornton. B, Michael Pekka. C, Ty Domi. D, Ryan Getzlaff. Remember that scumbag when he said it. Good. All right, let me go when you guys are ready. Okay. You guys all good? Yeah. I got no idea. Good. Steve? Yeah, good. All right. Let's see your answers. Oh, we got a show? Oh, I thought we were doing writing all of them down. Yeah. All right. I got an A, A, and a, a, a B. Is that there, Billy? Yeah, mine's a B. Yep. All right. It is A, Joe Thornton. Sucker said it against the Rangers too. Tom, Tom you, Steve, Steve, take score here for us. I, I, all right. 
All righty. Quote number two. All right. Now I'm going to do this as a reporter and then the coach. All okay. right. Easy. So uh, how, how was uh, Jeff Carr today? Awesome. I was quiet today. A, Peter Laviolette. B, Daryl Sutter. C, Mike Sullivan. D, Ken Hitchcock. Go again with the names. A, Peter Laviolette. B, Daryl Sutter. C, Mike Sullivan. D, Ken Hitchcock. I think this is a straight guess from all of us. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see what we got here. You got, uh, you got answers there, Billy? All right. We got a that B from B, B, and what's B. that? All right. Answer will be Daryl Sutter. That's I, I, gets it a was, point. I was really – it was a really toss-up between A and B. I thought it might have been Laviolette. Everybody get that one? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I got right. I had D. You had oh, D. You had, I thought you had B. I had D. Okay. D. He had the D. He likes the D. I have to find something that writes bigger on my phone. All right. Sure, not your quote number three. All right. Well, guys, I've never been called that before. That's a new one. Walrus, that's eh, too easy. But I'll tell you one thing I'm not fat. I might be husky, but I'm not fat. A, Bruce Boudreaux. B, Barry Trotz. C, Lindy Ruff. D, Paul McLean. McLennan. Sorry, McLean, McLean, McLean. Wait, Boudreaux and who's the second? A, A, Boudreaux, B, Trotz, C, Ruff, D, McLean. Boudreaux and Trotz are not the same person. (laughs) 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 One wears glasses. That's about it. It's like Superman and Clark Kent. Uh, uh, Was ready? Yeah. All right, we got B. The B, A, B, A. What was that, Billy? Mine's a B. The answer was D, Paul McClane. Ah, Paul McClane. If you've ever seen a picture of him, he looks basically like a walrus. It's uncanny. All right, zero points in that one, boys. All right. Uh, quote, quote four. Uh... I'm not impressed. It's a pathetic performance. Half of the team doesn't care. I really start to believe their goal is to be the worst defensive squad in the league. They turn the puck over. They have no vision. They're soft. Like I've never seen a bunch of of defensemen soft like this. All right. A, Michelle Tyrion. B, Mike Milbury. C, Coach Goring. D, Jacques Lemaire. A, Michelle Tyrion. D, Milbury. C, Butch Goring. I was totally going to say D, Super Mario. I thought that was Super D, Mario. Jacques Lemaire is a coach. He's all coaches. Could be wrong. Yeah. Fucking Mario. <laughs> Definitely thought it was not Mario Lemieux. Like, I thought it was Super Mario, like Super from, Mario. The, from, the, from the video game. I didn't think I sounded like Super Mario, but okay. All right. There we go. Listen to it tomorrow. You'll pizza be surprised. Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Uh, I'm hungry got... for pizza. That's all I know. All right. I can't really read them. A, A, A. What do you? I can't tell you you wrote there, Billy. You got A, B, and C, C, you fucker. C, B. B? 
Yeah. Answer was A, Michelle Tyrion. Yes. It couldn't have been Milbury or the other guy because they were too American. Yeah, so the like, accents were right. Yeah, yeah. I had to use the accent. I can't. I can't. Like, no, you have gotta, to. It's, gotta, it's an impression, gotta. Nick. That's the whole thing. These are called right. context clues. All right. Quote five. If you drunk again and he takes another dumb penalty, I'm going to kill him. So do me a favor. Save his life. Don't dress him. Enjoy Say the moment. quote again. Say the quote again. You broke up. Yeah, you did break up. Oh, really? Is it better yeah. now or still shitty? Yeah, yeah no, good. good. Yeah. Good. Right. If you dress him again and he takes another dumb penalty, I'm going to kill him. So do me a favor. Save his life. Don't dress him. A, John Tortorella. B, Herb Brooks. C, Brian. D, Lindy Ruff. Was C, uh, C was who? Burke. Burke. A, A, Tortorella. B, Herb Brooks. C, Brian Burke. D, Lindy Ruff. Sounds like some asinine thing Burke would say, but I don't think he's got that accent. I don't know you're ready. You locked in? <laughs> are, you just, are you just focusing on a letter? Is that what you're doing? Okay. All right. I got Brooks. I got two Brooks and an A, which is uh, Tortorella, right? Yep. Tortorella. All three are wrong. Brian Burke. I knew it was something asinine Brian Burke would say. Ugh. I didn't think he had that ridiculous accent. Hey, it's my accent. Nope. <laughs> no, nobody does. <laughs> and nobody has that accent. I'm trying to personally. Normal. Person he if, if anything, Whatever. he looks like he's got balls in his mouth. <laughs> hey. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. All right, quote six. This one's uh, between a player and a reporter. Uh, I have great news and even better news. All right, give us the great news then, and then the even better news. Okay, great news. Uh, not playing tomorrow night. And good news, we have a chance to win the game. So what's your mindset for tomorrow's game? Uh, make sure I don't forget my thermos, put some nice tea, and enjoy the bench. All right. A, Patrick Wah. B, Roberto Luongo. C, Ilya Brizgalov. D, Robin Leonard. A, Patrick Wah. B, Roberto Luongo. C, Ilya Brizgalov. D, Robin Leonard. All right. C, C, C. You guys all got it right. <laughs> pretty I got sure my right. Max and probably gave that one away pretty much. Well, yeah. I, I still, yeah. as soon as you started saying, I knew one of one of the 14 had to be Brzezgalov. <laughs> one of them. You're doing quotes. He is a quote machine. He's a machine, dude. He's a machine. All right. Last one, boy. Quote seven. The playoffs separate the men from the boys, and we found out we have a lot of boys in our dressing room. A, Mike Milbury. B, Neil Smith. C, Ryan Burke. D, Bob Murray. A, Milbury. B, Smith. C, Burke. D, Murray. All right, we got an A, we got an A, and we got an A, all from Milbury. Oh, man, you guys all got it wrong. That's a Neil Smith quote. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, Neil Smith said something? <laughs> it was after a loss in the playoffs uh, with the Rangers. Okay. Uh, so how do we do, Steve? You're losing four. To, oh, um, three for me, three for Tom, one for Bill. Um, I quit. Wait, 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 wait. I got four right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't checked. Four. 
Four for me. Four hey. for Tom. Four no. for Bill. I got one. I said no. I got one. No, Bill got one. How how are you keeping <laughs> score? Who who was keeping? Four for Tom. <laughs> right. Four for Tom. Four for me. One for Bill. I have it right right here. On <laughs> Where my, do you have I, it right? Right there right. on the sheet. Week yeah. one. Is that four, the official tally taker? Four, four, and one. Uh, Nick, what are we doing in the event of a tie, Nick? Well, we I will come up with a tie a tiebreaker question, which will be. A la to Billy's uh, question tonight with uh, some sort of point total. So you'll have to be whoever closest to the point total, whatever it is, right? Okay. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Outstanding. Okay. That that this this was this is so much better than I don't know. This is this is a great segment. I like this. Well there you done. go. Gotta change up a little bit, boys. Ooh. All right. As the lightning went up four one. Yeah, it's not great. It's going it's going poorly. This game. Good call, Nick. It's not great. That's that's a great uh, great point. Great insight. <laughs> you know, guys, a four-one uh, deficit is not as good as a three-two lead. Holy Jesus! Really? Maybe they're maybe their own defenseman shouldn't have knocked out Varlamov. Uh, he's back though. He's not a. Oh, is he, he's okay. Is he back? He's playing again. Did Hedman yeah. get credit for that goal? I don't, I don't have my sound up. Hold if, on. if he did, yeah. It would be the first goal by a blue liner on the Lightning this postseason. That's crazy, right? I heard that before, yeah. That's like mind-boggling shit. <laughs> Didn't Hedman have a shit ton of goals last year, actually, in the playoffs? Yeah. Had, like six or seven or something crazy. But points I got, what, 10, 11 goals already? My God. I think there's speculation there might be a UBI that's not really uh, known about Hedman. He might be having a little trouble with his shot or something, I don't know. They don't, they don't really give you a lot of information. For those wondering, that would be an upper body injury. Oh, our listener knows. It, it, By the I, way. I was talking about Rakesh out in, in India. He may not know. By the way, I looked at the, the NHL uh, salaries. Edmund. 3.5 million. That's 10th best in the league. You got 3.5 million what? A year for uh, Gallant, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh for, any, for coaches. For coaches. Tenth oh, best. Tenth best. Like you said, Hedman. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry. I was like, shit. I thought he made more than that. Who's uh? So who's ahead of him? You got uh. So Quinville makes the most in the league. He's got five point two five. Todd Todd McLennan's making five million a year, uh, for the, uh, over in the, with the Kings. And you got uh Claude Julian making five mil for the Canadians. Um, Elaine being. I say Elaine's last Vigno. name. Vigno. 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 He's making five mil. Elaine Nazardine's making five mil. Wait, NHL. No. No. Why does that say Islanders? That's wrong. No. Nazardine's, Nazardine's not even, he's not even the head coach. Yeah, this looks wrong. Nick, you went to the this Cowboys. List of, this list is about as good as Tom Stout about the Cowboys last week. What the Cowboys Why is, Where the hell is this shit going on? Everyone else looks pretty much the right team, right, guys? Cap friendly doesn't give head that list. That list was made by Elaine Nazardine. He wanted yeah. to show off to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. What the hell? This is so weird. Why is he even in? This is Islanders team. <laughs> but like Mike Sullivan, Dallas Akins, Trotz, Trotz is there. You got a lot of dudes there. Looks all yeah, right. So it's everything sounds about right, except for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone threw it in there. See if they, you'd even read the Just to article. see if anybody really checked the list. <laughs> uh, 
Billy, where are the, uh, uh, where are the Penguins trade Malkin this week? <laughs> oh, who, uh, I think uh, they talked to him. Uh, it's gonna be I'm sorry. It's going to be different they, every week, right? They didn't talk to him, and he's still not waiving his no-movement clause. So, uh, yeah, so could be anywhere. Who knows? So you brought up the Eichel rumors stopping for the Rangers. Yeah. But there are some Buffalo Sabre rumors that do involve the Devils. Mm. That apparently the Devils are have inquired about Rasmus Rustalainen. Is he the minus 167 guy? No, no. I think yeah, so. No. But uh, they just, he's a right-handed defenseman, and that's what they need more than anything, is, is right-handed defenseman. But I don't know if he's the right fit for the team. But that's those those that rumor is out there. Yeah, one one of the Rangers. There was no. There was no talk about what was going back the other way. Just that he was a target. Well, yeah. Can you you imagine a trade between those two teams? You can tell your guy on Buffalo, hey, good news, you're getting out of Buffalo. Bad news, (laughs) you're going to Jersey. I got it. Not like going from Winnipeg to Columbus. It's a little bit better. At least you're getting close to New York City. I did see an article about Shifley maybe coming to New York in a trade. So, Shifley, the golfer? No, Mark Shifley on the Winnipeg Jets. Oh. He was suspended. So he wouldn't be able to play his first like two games? He's only suspended for the first game. But, you know, one of the things the Rangers have to do this offseason is get bigger and tougher and harder to play against and they got a lot of very offensive speedy defensemen is it good to have too many of those guys or do you need to balance that out speed guy toughness speed guy toughness speed guy toughness it depends on on how they're doing in their own end speed and you know speed guys are great um you don't necessarily need a lot you know a lot of toughness in your own end, ex- except that that tends to be something that helps helps you defensively and helps you clear the front of your net. And so right. it, it's it's not a matter of yeah. It, it, there's always got to be a balance, but you know you, you can't have too much speed anywhere on the ice. But it, it just depends on if they're effective at, at playing defense. I mean, you look at Fox, you look at at Jones, and you look at Lundqvist, who are coming over next year. They're all small guys. They're all very offensive. You know, playmakers, you got to think one of those guys is going to get traded. You got to think one of those guys is going to get traded as part of a package for some for some toughness. And I don't know necessarily it's going to be at, on defense or if it's going to be, you know, for, for a forward. Well, I've always been of the mindset that you have three and three. You know, one right. for each line and, and you balance it out. Yeah. So you've got three. And they're really the harder, the harder one to, to pick up is the offensive, the skilled offensive defenseman. It's, I think you could find the, the tougher defensive defenseman pretty easily. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do, but they're going to definitely, yeah, but they're both going to come at a cost. I, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with those. Well, players. no, again, you're talking, you've got three guys that are either on entry-level deals or just coming off entry-level deals. Well, they will all be on entry-level deals next year. And again, that's the tougher position to fill is the offensive-minded defenseman. So you're you're in a good position that... Yeah, not if they're all left-handed, though. I think mm. they're all left-handed. Yeah, you definitely... that should, You should balance that out just for the power play's sake. Right. Kind of have one-on-one. Well, on one. Not necessarily, because they, they typically go four, four forwards on the Four-on-one. But now you wouldn't have to. 
Now you're not exhausting one of your forwards. Yeah, but I mean, we're still going to. So, you know, you're going to have your, your Panarin, your Strom, your Kreider uh, up front, and you're going to have Zibanejad with, you know, Fox on the back end. I mean, that's your power play unit. That's your number one power play unit. But then who's your set? What? How balanced is your second power play unit? Can you? Uh, it's not. It's it's a, it's full of young. It's full of young kids. Wouldn't it be better if you took one of those forwards off of that unit and moved them to the second unit? Yeah, I would love to see Strom as, as as part of the second power play unit to center that line. So if you had two defensemen and, and on PP one, you could do that. Put Kako Lafreniere in his spot. Yeah. Or so even, you, again, or or have a defenseman. Well, we didn't we didn't have a defenseman to do that last year. So unless you know you talk about D'Angelo which you don't so um we couldn't even try that out last year and not it's not something I think Quinn wanted to try out anyway so it's all because there was no training camp I mean no preseason games if there was preseason games you could have tried something out I don't know why they didn't have preseason games this year I know terrible idea terrible I don't know how you go into a season without preseason games if you've been following us from the beginning you know we are all staunchly against the fact that there was no preseason games. No, you're not, you fucking liar. I didn't care. One was I didn't care. The other two were like, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> Just about normal things, not about that. But that was, That's funny. That's what Martin St. Louis was saying when he walked away. Mm-hmm. Oh, he says, I can't believe I shook that fucking guy's hand. That guy probably just gave me COVID. Great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Talking about fucking danger. I made it a year and a half without getting it. And, and I had to run into you in Walmart of all places. <laughs> yeah, he's probably anti-vaxxer anyway. No. For, yeah. He lives in Florida. Of course he is. <laughs> That's good to see. Yeah, he still st- still lives there. I mean, yeah. Of course he lives there. There's yeah. no fucking taxes. But that's a very good point. But he's not working anymore. What's he doing? Yeah, income but taxes. His, but his son's going to some private school for hockey in like in in connecticut though wow that's a hell of a commute what was that trunkville that's a hell of a commute that would be a that would be one hell of a commute you are you are 100 right (laughs) does he get a bus that takes him so i think half the year he is in connecticut and half the year he is in florida but 51 percent of the time he's in florida so he doesn't have to pay those connecticut taxes because they i've heard they can get pricey yeah pricey for a guy that made 55 million dollars during his career i saw a stat that magic johnson during his playing career he made like 40 million dollars too soon since he's since he's retired his net worth is now like 600 million given all of his his after oh investments well yeah incredible he also did TV for a while. Is that before yeah, but, all the movie theaters closed down, or like after? Was that after the pandemic? No, I'm sure it was before. Why? What movie? What movie? He's theaters? he's he owns a lot of movie theaters. Oh, does he? Yeah, they're called like Magic Johnson. Is that where Pee Wee Herman went? The yeah. Tom, Tom yeah. thought they were Tom thought they were named after the janitor, <laughs> Magic Johnson. Bill gets that joke. Bill gets that joke, and that's all that matters to me. My target, my target audience gets it, and that's all that counts. We worked, we worked with a guy once. Okay, I, I, I went to Montreal, and I went to a hotel that had a, that, and in Montreal they had, in this hotel there was a suite that was named the Gila Fleur Suite. So I, I came back and told these guys, hey, they had a Gila Fleur Suite. I mentioned it, and and somebody that we worked with said, but how do you know that it was Gila Fleur, the hockey player? Is that's probably like a more common name up there. 
So Bill said, no, it was named after Guy Lafleur, the janitor. Good point, stupid. <laughs> do I happen to know this individual? Yes, you do. <laughs> okay, good. Was it the tall one or the short one? <laughs> the the taller tall. one, I would guess. The taller one? one. Okay. Oh, oh, don't call it a comeback, baby. Well, don't no, call no. it a comeback. I'm a minute behind. I won't get there for another seven minutes. Oh God, what the heck, what's going to happen? I have I have three thirty five left in the third. Uh, what three twenty five? Oh, it's wow. a little quicker. Oh, Nick just saw it. Let's well, just say the beast is starting to be woken up. I don't know about that. We'll see. Beast. It's a little late. We got two goals. That one was pretty easy. <laughs> it was so easy. Parisi whiffed. I mean, uh, Palmieri whiffed on it. Well, it was wasn't in the yes, yeah, he was okay. I get it. It was a joke, guys. Relax. Was it a joke? Yes, <laughs> maybe it's, it's because he wears 21 and the helmet and the beard, but I don't know. He reminds me of Ray Ferraro right now in an Islander uniform. Paul Mary, mm. I'll suppose I'll do it. Oh, they're gonna pull a goalie quick. That's what they're doing. Volley's gonna come out as soon as they get possession, if they get possession. Now I'm gonna to have to watch the rest of this game behind everybody. Ooh. I'm gonna have to put I'm gonna to have to put my phone on delay somehow. Oh yeah. That was close. Point. That was close. I, I can hear that through my freaking oh. my earphones. Oh. I have it on, I have it on mute and I heard it. All right, Varley. Might as well be going soon here, buddy. I'll wait until uh, that was that was offsides. That was offsides. All those all-stars can't happen. Martin Brodor, what what number? What letter is he? Oh, we're not doing the game. <laughs> wow! Wait till you see the replay of the, the the post shot right before they go to commercial. Yeah, yeah. He dent the post. Oh man! You gonna go to commercial now? Yeah. Oh man, man! It's one of those Look. ones that comes off the post quicker oh. than it went than it hit the post at. Jesus, like gained, gained speed. Oh, wowzers! Off the crossbar. Varley, Varley's like, is that the ringing in my head from the hit earlier in the game, or was that the post? Either one. Oh my God, Either everybody! One. The Yankees won a baseball game. Oh, get the! That happens every time we have a podcast, and doesn't happen the rest of the week. I know, six five. They go oh like one goodness. and five or one and six every week, and it's it's always on a Tuesday that they win. Brian Cashman said, "We have a great coaching staff. We have what it takes in the room to win." They got he, shit. He needs. I still think to go, Gary Sanchez can play. He needs to go too. I agree. He it's put it. Of course, he's got to say that he put it all together. What else could he say? He can he say no? We're a piece or two away. When he no, constructs I, the roster, I don't, th- I don't understand how Boone still is the manager of the Yankees. It's real simple. I don't get it. He's a puppet for the analytics people and for for Cashman behind the scenes, and he allows his strings to be pulled by them, and he gets to keep his job. Well, they're all they making the wrong decisions. They've been making the wrong decisions for the past almost three years now. If anybody on that team knew anything about analytics, Gary Sanchez wouldn't be on the team anymore. This is a really, really good point. NASCAR Nashville Sunday. Oh, yeah. We're going to be at the race the following week. 
One thing that I noticed the Islanders do that I don't like is everything. When a puck carrier is carrying the puck over the blue line, a, a teammate is almost right next to him. And that allows one defenseman to cover two people. I don't know why they don't get more space. I'll get on the phone with. with I don't Trump. know, man. That's a weird. It's I don't like their break. Their breaks into the uh, into the, the zone. It's to me. Bizarre. Oh, you gotta shoot that! What are you doing? I, I I wouldn't be able to tell you yet. Oh, it's dangerous pass. Oh, oh, oh! I should have shot that. Right, high slot. You gotta shoot that puck. The problem is, it's too many. Everly Everly's gotta shoot more. He's just uh. Oh. Oh, yeah. You gotta shoot that puck. I agree, Bill. Thoughts? Uh, well, what can I add? What's <laughs> happened now? Is the game over? <laughs> we'll be soon. Four left on cool. my end. We're at a we're at a minute. On icing. Well, hey, look, you go back to the, you go back to the island. One one. I think this yeah, is what, and that's what you hope for. That's what you can hope for. You dream for two zero. You hope for one one, and you expect zero oh, two. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's not much else to it. You can't expect to win in, in the other person's arena. That's, you know, you, it's just the way it is. Until game yeah, you seven. Wanna, you want to split. Team. You want to split. You can't expect to win a game there. You can split no, the, the series. Not until game seven, I would think. Series no? in the NHL don't go, don't go to the home team through the first six games. That doesn't happen. Happened in the – I mean, rarely. Happened in the 2003 Stanley Cup Finals. Every home team won. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. I mean, it will happen. Isn't that the year? I'm just saying. Goaltender won the Conn Smythe. Fuck that fucking guy. He did not deserve it. Brodor gets two shutouts in the Stanley Cup Finals and he loses. Apparently, he that was crazy. He won it? Huh? I mean, it's it's MVP of the playoffs, not of the final. Doesn't matter. He still had an he still had an incredible playoffs. Should have won the other guy. No, he didn't. Had a better one, in fact, probably. Played on a team called the Ducks. It's the stupidest fucking team name ever. (laughs) Quack. Quack. Fuck you. Quack. 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 Gordon, stop quacking. Quack, 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 Mr. Duxworth. The cup's more important than the consmith anyway. No. That's definitely the consmith. <laughs> what are you sure? Never, never, can, never count you out. Go home with the consmith winner than oh, Brooke, you they win it now? They're winning. I need you to look at the score here. It's the only trophy that eluded him. Damn consmith. Oh, Marty never won one? No. You knew that, you jerk. It doesn't, it doesn't seem right because he was like the Hall of Famer on, all, on that team that had all those cups. So it was it was Lemieux? Yep. Stevens. Uh, Scott Stevens, Stevens won the 2000 Consmite. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then Jiguer? John Sebastian Jiguer, yeah. Fucking asshole. But Brodeur really, I mean... He won in the most important way. I mean, he, he made it with both sisters. <laughs> There's, that's better than any trophy. Like, do the sisters look alike at all? Or are they like completely opposite? Uh, I'm sure they look, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I would think they, I think they look similar. I would say, I don't think it's Is like they- a, you know, then what's, then what's the point? Of it's that? not a, it's not a Joe and Natalie situation. You know, one doesn't look like Joe from, uh, oh. yeah. Facts of Life? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't. What did, where did that come from? I'm just thinking of a show. That, what? 
that had two different looking people. Um, I didn't say but I, was, even, was even, when you, even when you landed on that show, why wasn't it Blair and Tootie? Or what, I don't. How, how did that? I, I have no idea. I was just trying to think skinny and fat. I don't know. Was the Blair's cousin that came over there? No, no, no. All right, change the topic. Change the topic. I don't want to have to do that much editing. You're going to hell. You are going to hell, bro. Oh, man. It's going to be a a really chippy next game, dude. It's going to be loud as shit in the collie. I mean, it could be louder if they would let that other 1% in. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was called the barn. Now it's the collie. What the fuck? I'll see in the barn. Age Christ. You can call the, uh, the other one the bank. That's, uh, that's stupid. Thank you. Thank you. Sick. No. I don't know. All right. Islanders lose. Thank God. Rude. That's going to do it for us. Put Nick out of his misery for the night. Um, All right. Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Facebook, YouTube, friends and rivals podcast. When you're on YouTube, click, comment, and share. When you're on, when you're going to subscribe to this I'm so distracted right now. Apple Podcast, Spotify, leave us a like, a rating. We'll read that shit on the air. God bless us. Billy, say something witty. Why don't you mind your own business?